There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. New, new, new information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt, dirt, dirt. Well, as you may have heard, the sand in the hourglass may be running out for days of our lives. All of the actors have been released from their contracts, and the show is on indefinite hiatus. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's doomed. Days shoots months in advance, so there are enough episodes to keep it going until next summer, and negotiations for a return are underway. Although now, nobody in the cast is obligated to come back, and if they do, they'll have to negotiate new contracts. Oh. Now get this, the company that produces Days is called Corday Productions, while mm-hmm. Sony is the distributor. Corday actually sued Sony earlier this year, claiming they were basically burying the show. Why? Well, because Sony also owns The Young and the Restless oh. outright. And Corday claims they are trying to eliminate the competition. That's shady. Yeah, Days of Our Lives is in its 55th season. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I first think of the actors and how it will be so hard for them. You'd thinking they have a career forever and then hope they save their money. You know, <laughs> at least they have each other, though, if it, if it goes away. Aww. Right. Being cast opposite Harrison Ford in the 1988 romantic comedy Working Girl was Melanie Griffith's big break. But before it made her a rich, famous movie star, that movie actually cost her quite a few bucks. Mm. That's because she showed up to the set one day intoxicated and they made her pay $80,000 for causing a delay in the shooting. Oh, wow. Melanie says, quote, there were a lot of things that happened on Working Girl that I did that were not right. Mm. It was the latest. Late 80s, there was a lot going on party-wise in New York. There was a lot of cocaine. There was a lot of temptation. Three weeks later, Melanie Griffith entered rehab, but it wouldn't be the last time. Oh, wow. That is, uh, I didn't know that she went through those struggles. That's interesting. And Jennifer Aniston recently said the Friends cast was working on something. This is probably it. All six main cast members are in talks to get together for a reunion special that would air on HBO Max. Series creators David Crane and Marta Kaufman will also be on board. This is still in the early stages, though, so don't get your hopes up too high just yet. Friends is leaving Netflix at the end of this year, heading to HBO Max, which hasn't launched yet. There's still no word when that's going to happen. Wow, that is some juicy news, too. Thanks, Rob. You got it. (laughs) For more entertainment news, go to to mytalk107.com. 1071.com. There we go. Or you can download the MyTalk app. That was a good update, Don. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. You can be back here in an hour. hour and hour. now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on MyTalk.
Everything entertainment. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Flossy Dicky. Hello, Flossy. I am tired. I know, Flossy. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm Jason Matheson along with uh, Don McClain filling in for Alexis today. Alexis taking a day off, a couple days off. Spinning with family and over there, brother Rob, who has literally worked thirty-seven hours straight. <laughs> oh no, that's right. It's true. Yes, oh, Rob. They sent all joking aside. I know Donna said it too. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank happy, you for happy filling. Happy to be here. Just it's just a short walk across the hall from uh-huh. KS ninety-five, and I was that's right in the building anyway. So why not? oh, it's nice of you. Yes, yeah, so it's nice and warm in here. Hopefully, uh-huh. hopefully it's a it's a nice short walk home. Are a you short drive home? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Rob, do you mind if I ask how long have you been uh, doing radio? How long have you been in broadcasting? Oh my gosh, since I was professionally since I was 16 years old. Wow. What? Well, you're so only 21 now, so that's not <laughs> right. too long. Way to go, so Don. Nice one. Dawn. It's been a nice long one. time. <laughs> oh wow! Did you always I, want to do it? I still I haven't figured out what I'm going to do when I grow up. Oh, I no, know no, either. No, not always. I uh, I just got the bug at an early age, you know, and yeah. uh, I had a high school teacher who was a dj on the weekends and i asked if he'd let me come in and answer the, the request line for him and, that's awesome and then oh so um then it took all it took was the program director of the station to say if you get back in the day you needed a license from the the fcc the right. federal communications commission yes yeah. to uh, to actually be on the air uh-huh. and all it took was the program director saying hey if you get your fcc license you could get a job here Right, and so I was living in. I grew up in Vermont, Maine, and Vermont. This is I was in high school in Vermont, and um, my I had the nearest test site was Boston, about a three and a half hour drive. And wow, um, my mom actually took a day off from work and drove me down to Boston. We stayed with relatives um, and an aunt oh who goodness. just had a baby, and we drove into downtown Boston and the State Street building, which is that big monolithic. Uh, structure. If you've ever been to Boston, yeah, it's got yeah, the clocks yeah. on each side. They show it a lot in movies too. The old customs house. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom and my aunt are waiting in the lobby or the waiting room while I'm taking this test. My uh, my aunt's got her newborn baby, my cousin, with her, and um, and the 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 one of the tested people who yeah. people who give it the test uh, said, you know, one, only one out of six people passes this test the first time. It was kind of uh, technical oh, and kind of involved wow. and involved a oh. lot of uh, electronics and things like that. Um, and uh, so one out of six people pass it the first time. And my aunt said to my mother, I'd learned this later, um, <laughs> how well does Rob handle disappointment? Oh, well, right. I, well, well I, I mean, that's intimidating. I how? kicked butt on this test. <laughs> yes. And they let you know right then and there whether you pass it or wow. not. And, I, and then two weeks later, I had my first radio job. I'm doing oh, it ever since. That. Now, how old were you in this? So, yeah, so 16? I was 15 when I took the test, and like a couple weeks later, I turned 16, and that's when I started working. Wow, Rob, that's an amazing story. That that's is so a cool. great story. I'm glad they don't do that now. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd pass even now. Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't mean, anymore. Yeah. Do you think Lori and Julie would pass? Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Good answer! <laughs> I do the Mariah with that now. That's so. right. Oh, yes. yeah. That's right, Julia. No. Um, wow. Did you guys both, speaking of passing and failing and knowing immediately, <laughs> did y'all fail driving your driving test? Yeah, I did the first time. Yeah. No, I passed. Rob, 
You, of course, you did. Right? Of course you did. <laughs> did you, Jason? I failed. Uh, I failed <laughs> the written first. Okay. Um. Yeah. And then in Indiana, I don't know why. I think we were allowed to take it like immediately. Now you can't. Oh, yeah. You have to wait. But that you know, Indiana didn't care. And we took it again. <laughs> and then yeah, I passed. I passed right away. Oh, that was a big day. Oh, that was exciting. I flunked the parallel parking the first time. Oh, really? That's it, yeah. And then I'm like, well, you just know when you're flunking it. You're like, all right, well, I've tried this three times. Uh Uh-huh. So. I am a proud parallel parker. I don't mean to brag, but I am a hell of a a parallel parker. And I'll tell anyone that'll let me me, uh, tell them. I'm pretty good at it. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know how. Well, once I started driving large vehicles for marketing companies like a... Mack truck and a 40-foot Winnebago uh-huh. or a 9-foot wide Hummer. Yeah, I got to be a good parallel parker. Tried to parallel park one of those oh things. Oh, my the Hummer goodness. was the, the H1 Hummer was the hardest because it's 9 feet wide. That's yeah. impressive. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. See, I hate driving big vehicles. So mm, you, got me, yeah. you got me on that one. Yeah, yeah. So if I ever don't have a job anymore and uh, yeah, I can go into driving a big rig, <laughs> I'd have to retake the test, but, you know. CDL license had one of those for a while. Dawn's Dawn's ready to be a trucker, everybody. She's yeah. ready. Yeah, girl. That's right. Uh-huh. Can you see me pulling up at a truck stop? I can out? actually. <laughs> I can with some boots on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is uh six seven ten. <laughs> the job that none of us will get. I just saw this on C. I always watch CBS this morning's uh, eye opener. Yeah. John Legend was named sexiest man alive. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Sexiest man alive, John Legend is. And I love Chrissy Teigen's response. I'm not what really did a she huge say? Chrissy Teigen fan. Well, Rob, you talked about it in the Dirtler. What did Chrissy Teigen say? Uh, she said, um, my secret is out. I have fulfilled my dream of having been blanked by people's sexiest man alive. It's an <laughs> honor. Atta girl. Yeah. I love her. She also I know says you- she's ready to fight with people who are going to, you know. Right, she says she can't wait for people to get mad about John being the sexiest man alive. She says it's my new Starbucks holiday cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I'm sure people will, I mean, well, they argue about everything on Twitter, but there'll be some dis. I find him very, I, I do find him sexy. I think he's a good-looking guy. I really do. But, I, yeah, I don't know if he's the sexiest but this year, but who knows. But what makes, come on, that thing is so, is it a little antiquated nowadays? It is. I, even me saying it, I'm like, it seems weird now. Yeah, it just seems a little, a little of its. It's it's like beauty pageants, you yeah. know. It just seems a little past its time, but it does. Yep. I don't know. Seven twelve is the time when we come back. Uh, Whitney Houston's friend Robin, uh, Robin Crawford, speaks to Wendy Williams. Now Robin's writing a book about her relationship with Whitney, their love affair. And Whitney, Wendy Williams' controversial radio interview with Whitney. Um, Robin talks about that when we return. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace. Lex is off today. Dawn filling in. Brother Rob here. Hello. Thanks for being here, everybody. It's Wednesday, November 13th. Mmm. I think to take some more coffee. Yeah. Ooh, child. Mm. Administer it. I need an IV this week. Yeah, uh, Robin uh, Robin Crawford is uh, was on Wendy Williams yesterday. She's on a press tour promoting her new book about her 
uh, romantic relationship with Whitney Houston, among other things, and how it started. She was, I should say too, she was she was also just a dear friend of Robin or of of Whitney. Uh, a companion, a confidant, someone that Whitney trusted, and uh, it, and the relationship evolved. And uh, if you are unaware, and Robin kind of talks about this too, you know, back in the day, all of you listening, radio was a really big deal. I mean, it was huge. I mean, all the kids, if you needed to hear a new song, you, you had to listen to the radio. So this is this is the context that, that this is the environment that Wendy Williams existed in in New York. She was the thing. I mean, she was like a super hot DJ in New York uh, in back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing basically what she does here on the TV. She was famous for dishing, and she laid it all out there. And she didn't really care. And she talked for years about, before a lot of people did, she was the one that talked about the rumors that Whitney was secretly gay Mm -hmm. uh, and talked openly about Robin. Like, just let it out. When a lot of entertainment journalists wouldn't dare touch that for fear of retaliation from Whitney, well, Robin is doing this press tour, and here she is sitting across the couch from Wendy, and here's a really interesting and (laughs) and a really interesting and honest back and forth between Robin Crawford and Wendy Williams. Take a listen. I've only talked to her once, and that was on the radio. And that was that interview. Well? (laughs) Don't knock my hustle, Robin Crawford. (laughs) And they're laughing. I should tell you that Whitney famously called into Wendy, and it was really uncomfortable. And it was, oh, it was, Whitney was, yeah, it was a bad interview. I heard that interview. I got a call from my former assistant. I wasn't working with Whitney. And um, she said, Whitney's going to be on Wendy Williams. I said, what do you mean she's going to be on Wendy? Turn on the radio. Uh-oh. And uh, that was a cumulative, fed up Whitney Houston that I heard. And uh, Fed up with me or fed up with the world? You have been talking about Whitney mm-hmm. and myself for so long. Well, that's what I do. And it all came true. It's, it's in the book. Like a lot of things that I said are in this book. Now, well, a lot of things that you were saying, I mean, we'd get, we'd, it was a long day's work. We'd get in the car, the radio is on. We lived, but everyone lived by the radio back then. We're in the car, and you're like, you're talking like you live with us, like you're, you're roommates with us. <laughs> we'd be in the car, we'd be sitting still, and Whitney would say, who the, who is she? Who is this woman? I don't even know what she looks like. We were going to, you were gonna, gonna, you were gonna jump me. We were gonna, we were gonna go. We didn't know what you looked like. And okay. Our, and our plan was to go down to Hudson Street oh. and squat like Khalif, waiting for you, right outside. Oh. Robin, oh. I can't even fight. I would have run. You know what? Oh my gosh. We weren't gonna fight. We sh- we just wanted to see you face-to-face, and have a chat. I'm frightened. Oh, my gosh, I I dodged that bullet. It it was was a lot. Uh, It it was a lot. And with all that we were dealing with, I mean, I'm sitting sitting here, and now I know Mm. how Whitney felt. 
all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. No matter what she said, it just kept coming back, coming back. That was a lot of pressure for someone that just wanted to sing and touch people. That's so, Robin. Mm. So, yeah. Does Wendy wow. ever kind of apologize? <laughs> in this, you know, I yeah. know, I know that she sh- doesn't have to live her life apologizing to everyone because you know that's what she does. But I just, you know, to have somebody there with you, talking about how it affected them and how her job uh, making, you know, a business out of talking about their personal life, how much it affected them. I would, I would have to say, I'm sorry. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I would have to. But I don't. I don't think Wendy did. <laughs> no, of course, later not. on. Oh, but that was... That was juicy. I can see Whitney doing that, too. I Mm -hmm. can see Whitney going down to the radio station, Mm -hmm. waiting for Wendy to finish her shift. Oh, Oh, yes, I can can hear, I can see that. Mm. It must, but I can't even imagine. I I said it yesterday or, you know, uh, a couple days ago. Uh, This is no disrespect to Mrs. Houston, Whitney's mom, but you talk about pressure. And Robin used the word pressure with Whitney several times in the interview. Can you imagine? I mean, and again, I mean, we have superstars now. But for all you youngins out there, Whitney was giant. I mean, we. I mean, she was. Well, she was Beyonce. I mean, she was Beyonce before Beyonce. I mean, she was the thing, and the mm-hmm. pressure of that. Oh, sure. The pressure of that level of celebrity, mixed with the fact. That you cannot be your authentic self, which I firmly believe. I'm sorry. I'm, I firmly believe that she was at the very least bisexual um, and was unable to and was unable to series. Series does not uh, understand Siri, bisexual. My Siri just said, <laughs> I do not understand bisexuality. Okay, well, Siri, that's okay. Catch up, Siri. It's 2019. My Siri is obviously very heterosexual. That's okay. Thank you, Siri. I didn't know about it. Well, you're on a gay man's wrist, so work that out. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but. I do think about that. I think about, I don't want to get, I don't mean to get too deep into this, but can you imagine knowing that your mom, and I can, I've had people in my life, your mom, because it's, it was Sissy Houston, I believe. I think Whitney never came out. I think Whitney never really talked about her truth because she knew it, her mother was so against it and would probably disown her. Oprah flat out asked Sissy Houston, um, after Whitney, let me let me find that because it was Oprah. It Oprah Sissy Houston. Oprah's face, though you can't see it, Oprah's face was real. Oh, I found it. Was kind of taken back because Sissy was like, "Nope, I would not be okay with it." And Oprah kind of looks at her like, "Wow, really? Even after all this time, even after your daughter's death, here's the interaction. Take a take a listen to this." between Nip relation over the years about the friendship between Nippy and Robin and whether it was more than that. Do you believe that Whitney and Robin were in a gay relationship? I don't really know. I thought, you know, I didn't particularly like her. What didn't, didn't you like? She just spoke too much, you know, disrespectful sometimes. Like she had something over Nippy, you know, like that. Not, nothing like that at all. She was all right. She turned out to be all right, I guess, with that, because 
That was her friend. You say, I knew I didn't want Robin around my daughter, and I told Nippy that. There wasn't much I could do, though. Nippy liked Robin. She was past the age when I could forbid her for, from seeing someone. Kids have a mind of their own when they get older. They want to experiment with all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was more than that. That was it. And that was it. But you do, do say that you do know that they cared deeply for each other. Mm, I think so. They, like, they were very good friends. Would mm -hmm. it have bothered you if your oh, daughter, right. Whitney, was gay? Absolutely. It would have bothered you? Mm -hmm. you? You would not have liked that? Not at all. Not at all. Ooh. You wouldn't have condoned it or... No. No. <laughs> so were you happy when Bobby Brown came into the picture? No. You weren't happy about that? Mm-mm. Did you think he was good for her? No. Did you tell her that? Yes. Ugh. She obviously didn't listen. Wow. Yeah. That is the most uncomfortable interview. Good for Oprah. Oh, and uh, again, my talkers, Don, oh. brother, you, I wish you could see Oprah's. I, I, I wish radio mm. had a, a visual button right mm -hmm. now because Oprah's face is like, really? <laughs> like, really? Still, your daughter has died. And really? And I get it. Look, Sissy Houston is an incredibly ah. religious woman. I want to acknowledge this. And yeah. It is, and and she has that point of view, and I respect that. But I, and that's, I think her faith is where that feeling comes from, because Sissy is, is uh, again, a, a very, very, very religious woman. Of course, right. She feels like if she did, that it would be against God. Yes, she were absolutely. To even speak that it would be yes. okay with her. Some people do, yeah. cannot have, they don't understand, they just cannot let go of that. And but you heard, you heard Sissy's persistence. Imagine, mm. that's what I mean, coming full circle and, and buttoning this up. Whitney knew, girl, Whitney knew that there would be no way she could do that. Because she loved her mother. Right. Her mother was everything to her. Mm -hmm. It just makes me sad. It, it it just makes me, you know, makes me sad that when you never got that opportunity. Yeah, it's just think about the scrutiny of knowing you cannot be, you oh. know, gay because you know it just would ruin her career at the time, and also just even worse is that her mother doesn't respect yeah. it or understand her or would accept her. She yeah. would probably disown her. If she came oh. out. Did you hear, sissy? I mean, sissy no. Was like, it was no. like no. No. Did you like Bobby? No. No. Wow, that's a tough, that was a tough interview. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oprah. Oh, oops. I love you. <laughs> 729, everybody. When we come back, would you rather, right after this. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Everything entertainment. Everything turkeys. <laughs> Jace with Don McClain. Brother Rob Alexis is taking some days off to be their family. Mm. Thanks for being here. Oh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is is really close. Yeah, thanks for not shooting that turkey, by the way. Oh, you no, know, I. You know what? I'm cleaning my gun. Oh. I uh, I had to take it in. Hey, do I that on your own time. I am. I'm going to. I um. I took it in to get cleaned. <laughs> so it'll. Hopefully, I'll get it back soon, and I okay. can start to 
start to hunt again. What were you saying this, about Thanksgiving? I'm sorry, I cut you I off. I just there. can't believe it's soon. I just can't believe yeah. it's, it's this. It seems like November just started, and I just looked at the calendar, and I'm like, holy crap, it's November 13th. It just it's flying by. Do you like Black Friday sales? Um, I okay. I enjoy the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the activity. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being oot in a boot. Yeah. Um, do you? Yeah, I actually am going this year with MC. He's oh. like a big Black Friday shopper. He has a Shut whole plan. Up. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, Ugh. that's fun. I have to get a new laptop. That's my main mission. And then we'll see what I get for other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. yeah then just a lot of them have already started. You know, you can get uh, Black Friday prices now. Mm-hmm. Go to blackfriday.com. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I don't always buy anything. I don't even buy. I don't always buy stuff. Right. But it's the first day where I get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah. That's what I use it for. So, speaking of spirit, let's get into the laughing spirit. It's time for... It's time to make a choice. Would you rather... Jason and Alexis present... Would you rather... Has Rob played this yet with you guys? I'm, I've never done a show with Rob before, so this is fun. I think, Rob, have you played Would You Rather with us? I think I have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I wasn't expecting it, though. Was uh-huh. Catching me <laughs> by surprise. he's loopy right now because he's been uh-huh. up all night. <laughs> yeah. It'll make, it, it'll make it even better. <laughs> would You Rather, by the way, sponsored by AAA Movers. We love you, AAA Movers. Mm-hmm. Or as Alexis would say, AAA Movers. Okay, here we go. Would you rather find out your spouse cheated on you on the Jerry Springer show <laughs> or get a divorce on Judge Judy? Oh, oh boy. That's a tough one. Um, well, I've never been married, so I don't know what that's like. So um, I would say divorce on Judge Judy. Because you know what's coming. The shock mm-hmm. of it, you know, you don't know why you're on Jerry Springer. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, I am not married, although I was once years ago. Yeah. And I would go with the Judge Judy as well. Yeah. Jason? Yeah, me too. Yeah, who wants to? Ugh. I do not. I would not want to be on the Jerry Springer show. No. Yeah. <clears throat> would you rather? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one, huh? Uh, I'll <laughs> do this one first. Dirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm moving on from that one. <laughs> would Would you rather have permanently pointy teeth mm-hmm. or permanent red shot eyes? Like red bloodshot eyes or red yes. and the pupil? Like bloodshot. Okay. Oh, oh. I think I would just wear a lot of sunglasses. Be one of those people. I'll do the eyes. I would cover my teeth. You would rather have pointy teeth? Yes. You're covering them? 
What's what? You could chisel them. You could you could <laughs> chisel them down, or or cover them with other fake teeth. Oh, oh! Is okay. he allowed to do that, Jason? Or no? Not really, but no? I mean, okay. but Rob is a guest. You got to so cut me some nice. slack, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been up all night. Let me have vampire teeth. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would you rather wake up in the middle of an unknown jungle, oh. or wake up? In the middle of an unknown desert. I'll do, I'll do jungle because uh, the chances of me surviving are greater. You can find yeah. water and food right. sources. And, There's more places to hide. Yeah, you can climb up a tree. I'll oh, go no. That. I'm doing desert because there's oh. too many wild animals in the jungle that could eat me. Okay. We're talking anacondas. We're talking strange bugs. Panthers. Panthers? No. Uh Uh-uh. Would you rather have the police hunting you down for a murder you didn't commit? Or a psychopathic clown hunting you down? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh. Hmm. I feel like the clown. I'll take the clown. Well... Having some faith in the judicial system mm. and being innocent until proven guilty and having the chance that the truth would come out, I'm going to go with the police coming after me. Oh, God. Oh. Good luck. I'm doing the, the damn clown, please. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Show me clown. Because <laughs> you could get other people on board to defeat uh-huh. the clown. And I like police because my grandfather was the chief of police. So you well, have a lot go. of trust. Okay. Okay. This is a thought-provoking one. All right. Would you rather be so afraid of heights that you can't go to the second floor of any building for the rest of your life? Or be so afraid of the sun that you can only leave the house on rainy days? Oh. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to be afraid of heights. I live on the 23rd floor yeah. of my apartment building, <laughs> but I love the outdoors, so yeah. I'll take the sun. Yeah. Um, I'm doing the sun. Yeah. I'm doing the sun, yeah. Okay. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off of your life? Oh, wow. Isn't it kind of losing a year off your life being in jail? But Uh, you just wake up. You know what I mean? You just... uh Yeah. Oh, no. So it's not at the end. Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, boy. I think I'll be in jail. You either have to sit through being in jail for a year or you just lose a whole year of your life. I'll, I'll, I'll be in jail. I'll maybe get through The Shining and Doctor Sleep during that year. Well, my, my grandfather, who was the chief of police, yeah. gave me a tour of the jail when I was a little boy. And I thought, you know, that's a place I don't really want to go to. You want to lose again. a whole year of your life? Yes, I would. Wow. You wake up and they're like, wow, you did some things. Oh, yeah. Show me. <laughs> uh, I want to wake up and be like, oh, it's 2020. Okay. Or where right now would be, oh, it's 2021. Okay. Wow. That's a good is, one. Is the election over? Oh, good. I missed that. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that would be good, man. To, to yeah. miss next year. Wake up and have it be 2021. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. I wish I was a bear. There we go. <laughs> this has been Would You Rather.
743, everybody. We're going to take a break. Oh, I can turn my music off now. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back right after these words. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk 1071. I'm Jace. Lex is taking a few days off to be with her family. Dawn is here. Brother Rob's here. You're here. Thank you so very much. 748 on this Wednesday, November 13th, 2019. I'm still obsessed with that um, Dolly Parton podcast, Dolly, oh, uh, Dolly yeah. Parton's America. Episode four just came out talking about, it's called Dolly, Dolly uh, Politics, uh, Dolly Picks. So it's <laughs> talking about how Dolly walks the fine line of politics in this highly polarized time mm. and how she manages to do it and why she does it. And it's a very, it's an intriguing episode. I'm, I'm almost done with it and how she threads that needle with her fans. Um, you know, her basic thing is she's an entertainer and she doesn't believe that, um, upsetting, you know, uh, spouting out her, her opinion. She was, I have opinions. She was, but that's not my job. She was, I'm an entertainer. That's my job. Uh-huh. And she firmly believes that. Yeah. And, you know, and I know other celebrities believe that, you know, if you're blessed to have a platform like that, you should use it to do good in the world. And, and Dolly believes that she does do good in the world, but in her way. And she doesn't believe getting into the political fray mm. um, achieves that. So it's intriguing. It's a it's a it's a because she has managed. I mean, if you look at Q ratings, I mentioned this and it is mentioned in the first episode of Dolly Parton's America. If you look at Q ratings, and that's the popularity score of of celebrities, Dolly is far and away um, one of the most popular celebrities on the planet. Reason being is is that neutrality that she has perfected over the years. So it's and interesting her honesty for sure. You know, she's honest. She tells you that she's had oh, plastic yes. surgery. She's just kind of down to earth, but also not at the same time. Yeah, so it's so it's just good. If you haven't had a chance, search for Dolly Parton's America wherever you find your podcast. And while you're at it, was she just? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, please. Was she just on Nightline last night, or was it was that a repeat? It was the TV was on in the background. I wasn't really paying attention, but I just uh, noted how really a beautiful woman she is. Oh, yes, she She is. No, brother Rob, I think that is a new. Um, I think that's a new episode because she is getting ready to do an interview, and this is probably it, uh, an interview with Robin Roberts. Mm. So Nightline is probably featuring that okay. or a okay. little, probably a little bit of it. So, yeah, yeah if uh, if you, well, yeah, you're, yeah, I just found the clip. Um, uh, Dolly Part, yeah, here it is. Hey, yep, you're right, Rob. It was last night. So and then he's been be, up all night. He's I know watching knows what's it. happening last night. This morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, in one of my stops along the way on my radio career, I lived and worked in Nashville for three yeah. years. I never had the opportunity to meet her. But um, this PBS special that just came out about the history of country music. And that's something I'm putting on my and I'm not necessarily a big country music fan. But right. having lived and worked in Nashville, mm-hmm. uh, I got 
seeing clips from the PBS special, uh, clips of places that I got to spend time with while I was there, like the famed Ryman Auditorium, mm-hmm. the, the Mother Church of Country Music, yeah. uh, Grand Ole Opry, and some of the people that I did get to meet while I was there. Um, and she's featured, certainly, so I, I want to learn more about her background. And Then you would love this podcast, Rob. Okay. Yeah. You would love this podcast. What's it called again? Just- Dolly Parton's America. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's so well done. So well done. And while you're at it, don't forget to download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Job number 512 of mine. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's going on with Tristan Thompson, Don oh, okay. Well, Tristan Thompson, as we know, cheated on Khloe Kardashian not once but twice. The first time she forgave him, second time, whenever he made out with Kylie Jenner's best friend, she's like, you're out of here. So, you know, fans do not like him posting on social media about her, but he continues to do it. You know, they don't want her getting back with him. So she won a People's Choice Award on Sunday. He posted under pictures of her, on her Instagram, uh, congrats, Mama Coco, on winning Best Reality Star 2019. That's two years in a row. Two-time champ. I love the sound of that. So proud of all you have accomplished this year. Revenge body is something that always stands out to me. You challenge people to fight for a better you. It's more about what in life really gives us true happiness, and it's holding us back from achieving that. And then... He said, you're truly a role model to our younger generation. Keep leading with love and happiness. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, if you don't know the rest of the story, yeah. people uh, would probably be like, okay, that's nice of him. But, nah, people are like, leave her alone. You broke the girl's heart not once but twice. Don't even let him do it a third. Once a rat, always a rat. Another one, you're a confused man that needs help. Leave Chloe alone. You know, it just goes on and on. Leave her alone already. If it's not about your daughter, leave her alone. You were so damn thirsty. You only want her back because you know she's doing just fine without being with you. Oh, man. You know, I don't know how she really feels about this, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe she's sort of, she's never going to like a tweet like that, but maybe she's not going to remove them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just like, what do you do? Because what do you do? He wants to make let people know that he's supporting her, but at this point, you're done, dude. The public hates you. Yeah, done. I no, mean, you can. Be, there's no turning back. Yeah, there's no. no turning back. You can't. You know, maybe uh, the first time was questionable with the whole two girls at once situation. There was video of that in a nightclub. You know, mm. people kind of like, okay, well, she's going to forgive him. That's her. That's her business. But this whole thing with no. Kylie's best friend. I mean, uh-uh. that stuff. You don't, just, you don't recover no. from that. No, you don't. So anyway, I think people are standing up for their love of Khloe Kardashian, the fans for sure, and not letting him get away with that. Which, I mean, out of all the Kardashians, I, I and I know very little. I'm yeah. not kidding. I would flunk any trivia contest about any. I, I don't really know anything about them. Here's what I think. I think I like Chloe the best. Yeah, I, I do think. too. No, do you, it's true. Dawn? Is she okay? It, yeah, if you watch the show, you would like her the most, Jason, because she's super funny. Like she's got a really great personality, and and uh, I would say the funniest one out of the three sisters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then then yeah, she's my favorite. I'll just just like Alexis, just off Chloe's the top of her head. Favorite. Alexis, <laughs> years ago, she's he's she's like, um, I think Nick Jonas is my favorite. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Lex, you have no idea which one's which. Oh, so yeah, God, I love it. 
Speaking of which, Alexis is off today. He's spending time with her family. Brother Rob's here uh, filling in. It is 7.55. Don't forget, follow us on social media. Lex and the Cities. Dawn at Dark. Jason Matheson. We're most active on Instagram. And while you're at it, don't forget to follow my talk as well. Hannah does a great job with our digital efforts. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away. It's a beautiful day. Important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's Jingle Jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves, Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in Buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit OldNavy.com. Top tech companies like Intel have a secret to their success. They get the best talent, reliable infrastructure, and save on costs by expanding in Ohio, the new Silicon Heartland. Learn how your business can succeed in Ohio. Visit successinohio.com.